You cannot be the best version of yourself. You can't be the best parent or the best woman or the best mom when you are, when you have an empty bucket. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. I want to share with you the three most common myths around self-care. Number one, self-care is a selfish indulgence. This couldn't be further from the truth. I don't know where this came from. It's been going around for years and years and years. And now that self-care has becoming more prominent and more talked about, this is a myth that definitely has to go. A belief that isn't serving you and it's just not, it's just not true in the least. And why is that? One, let's talk about it being selfish. When you practice self-care, you are giving your family the gift of a mom operating with a full bucket. You cannot be the best version of yourself. You can't be the best parent or the best woman or the best mom when you are, when you have an empty bucket. It is absolutely essential for our health and our well-being. Self-care is not an indulgence. It's not pampering. It's not a luxury. It's essential. If you've ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, self-care takes care of those basic needs and plus the physical, the psychological, and the spiritual needs to bring you to that point of self-actualization. Self-care is all about protecting, maintaining, and improving your health and your well-being. It's not an indulgence. It's something that we have to do. If we don't practice self-care, we're going to burn out as moms. I like to use that analogy of when you're on an airplane and the flight attendant says you have to put on your own mask if the plane is going down. You have to put on your own mask, your own oxygen mask, before assisting those around you. That's what self-care is. That's your mask. You're going to be of no use to every to anyone around you to your family, to your children, to your spouse, to your friends, to your neighbors, to everyone that you have relationships with. You're not going to be of any service to them if you don't have your oxygen mask on. You have to take care of yourself in order to have something to give to other people. And I know that we love to give. We like to take, we're caregivers and we like to take care of everyone. But if we are ourselves not our best self, then we have less to give. Self-care is all about replenishing your body, mind, and spirit. Sometimes I hear moms say, well, I do practice self-care. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. Some days I get a shower. That, that is self-care. That's part of your physical self-care. But self-care is so much deeper than that. And you really do need to hit all the pillars Physical, spiritual, intellectual, emotional, and social. You have to hit all five pillars 
in order to be at your best self. That's your mask. That's your protection. And that's what's going to keep you moving forward and being able to take care of everyone and everything that you do. The perfect mom. We all know that there's no such thing. Yet, if you're a mom sporting a type A personality, then the struggle is real. How's it showing up in your life right now? On the classroom volunteer list, is your name down for more than one contribution to the Halloween party? In your planner, maybe, packed full of activities where you're the one planning, organizing, and driving. In the mirror, where the self-criticisms and the constant playing of the compare game happen all the time. Maybe on your social feed, where the pressure to show your best self to everyone so that they can see how wonderful your life is. Is it showing up at your office where you're achieving and overachieving to get the recognition and glory that comes with being the best? Or maybe it's showing up with your kids where you never have the time to sit down and play a game of Candyland until the dishes are done and the floor is vacuumed. Don't fool yourself, my fellow superwoman. Once you put on your mom hat, we can agree that life changes. But is it all good? Overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout can quickly happen if you're not careful. And if you don't learn how to take it easy on yourself, all of these are inevitable. Take my brand new quiz, Is Your Type A Personality Serving You as a Mom? to discover what changes you need to make to show yourself some grace and to embrace a simpler way of doing motherhood. Number two myth. Self-care is too expensive, that it costs lots of money. Again, this is a myth that has got to go. This is a belief that I hope that you listen to today you and you take that away and know that self-care does not cost a lot of money. In fact, there are many self-care practices that you can do completely free. One self-care practice that only takes a short amount of time and is absolutely free is taking deep breaths. It's amazing how many times we get to the end of the day and of course, you've been breathing all through the day, but not that deep breath all the way from the diaphragm kind of breath where you are inhaling so much oxygen and you it really makes you feel alive. And that is completely free. Self-care is also giving yourself that space to think. As moms, we're constantly being pulled in a million different directions. And so if you are intentional and give yourself that space to hear your thoughts, to get in touch with, with your thoughts and your emotions and your inner self and engage in self-discovery. That is self-care and that doesn't cost a single penny. Learning something new, reading a good book, go to your library. I am a huge advocate of libraries. I, I feel like we don't use them enough. Libraries nowadays have so many different resources. In fact, the other day I just went to we, well, as you may know, we moved to a new town and our, my oldest daughter, our, well, our oldest daughter, she lives here and she, a few months back, actually before COVID hit, we had gone to the library and um, she needed a piece of mail that showed her address and she didn't have it. So she wasn't able to sign up for a library card. Um, 
But then we moved here and I went and got a library card and we've been using the library a lot. But then the other day, my daughter's like, I, you know, she was missing it. She used to be so into reading. <laughs> we used to take her library card away from, for punishment. Like if she didn't do something that we asked her to do or whatever, and she would get, that was like torture for her to be without a library card. And so the other night we just met and she um, signed up for a library card. And I'm like, well, do you, are you going to get some books out? And she's like, no, because she doesn't need to go to the library to get books. She needed a library card in order to access the app. And then she just reads ebooks. And so nowadays you don't even have to go to the library to read a good book. If you belong to the library, they have lots of audiobooks, ebooks that you can just access from the comfort of your home and for completely free. And so the idea of self-care costing lots of money, let's just say it, it's bull. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not too expensive. There are many things that you can do that would replenish your body, mind, and spirit that does not cost a penny. Meeting with friends. You know, call up friends. That's social self-care. Call them up and ask if they want to go for a walk just around the neighborhood or go for a hike. In it, or there's lots of free community events. Maybe something's going on in your town. Get out and, and get to know your community and ask a friend. Use that time to build that relation, to build those relationships. You know, just maybe even have a friend for coffee. I mean, of course it costs for the coffee, but you probably already have it anyway. So it's money that you've already going to spend anyway. But then you can engage in social self-care. Learn something new. Intellectual self-care right there. Learn something new. Go on YouTube. Decide to learn a new language or a new skill. And nowadays there's so many YouTube videos that can teach you anything. Completely free. And finally... Self-care takes lots of time. The myth that self-care is a huge time commitment has to go. Now, self-care does take time. Self-care is about being intentional, about engaging in activities that fuel you or that give you that oxygen, that replenish your body and mind and spirit. And so it does take time. But we're not talking week-long vacations. Now, that would be amazing self-care, of course. I would love to go on a week vacation, you know, a cruise in the Caribbean. But every day you can practice self-care. It's just a matter of rearranging your priorities. I have a course that'll be coming out depending on when you're listening to this podcast episode. I have a course coming out in a few weeks all about creating that space in your day for you. It's the time creation course. But if you're completely new to self-care, start with 10 minutes. It doesn't have to take all day, but it is about being intentional. So start with 10 minutes, mark it on the calendar, set your alarm, decide and commit to 10 minutes. There's so many minutes in your day that you waste 
where you're mindlessly just watching TV, playing video games, scrolling through your Facebook feed, watching TikToks. There's a lot of time during the day. And that time, while some may argue that, oh, scrolling on my phone is self-care, I'm relaxing. No, I'm sorry, but that is not self-care. That's not, when you walk away from watching TikToks, do you feel like, oh, I can, it was, was it a breath of fresh air? Was it replenishing? Was it really filling your bucket? Sure, you may have been relaxing your body, but your mind was definitely not relaxing. In fact, you may walk away caught in the compare game, feeling guilty, feeling like you're not enough, which really underlies that taking care, I mean, that self-care takes lots of time myth. Feeling like you're not worthy or that you have to earn your time. When you start changing that underlying belief, like I am worthy of, re- of, of focusing on, you begin to prioritize yourself and put yourself on your to-do list. It's like this, this cycle that you enter into and it's a positive feedback loop. It's a positive one where you start making the time for yourself and then you start engaging in activities that are actually moving you forward and helping you grow and become your best version. But you have to get out of that mindset thinking that self-care takes lots of time and it's a huge time commitment and that you're not worthy to, to focus on, to use your time to replenish yourself. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. So I hope what we talked about today 
busting the three myths. There's lots, actually, there's a lot more myths than just three. These are just the three most common ones that I hear moms say time and again that stops them from practicing self-care. That self-care is a selfish indulgence, that it's too expensive, and that it takes a huge time commitment. I hope that you take these three and you stop believing them. You move from a place where you're making these excuses because really that's what it comes down to. These excuses that you're telling yourself, the lies that you're telling yourself. I hope that you start questioning them and you can move to a place where you start taking better care of yourself. You start taking care of yourself at all and start realizing that you are important and you are worthy of focusing on. So that's it. That's all I have for today. I will see you next week on the Moms Without Capes podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.